Welcome to episode six of LOL. Um, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about seasons of life and transitional stages in that. So, um, yeah, life is crazy. I think, like, you know, we always hear the, the phrase, um, life, like, moves fast. <laughs> and honestly... Like, it really does. The fact that I'm starting my senior year of college is just, like, mind-boggling to me. Um, and when thinking about this topic, it, like, many things that came to mind, just, like, the transitions from, like, um, school year to school year. Um, it came to, I, like, I also started to think about, like, moving from Connecticut to Ohio for the last three years. I thought about, like, the different friendships in those stages. Um, and I think, like, through it all, what I've, like, recognized is that God has been, like, a part of it, um, in ways that I didn't even know. Um, specifically my freshman year at Franciscan, I was really struggling in a lot of ways, um, enough so that I was ready to leave, um, at the end of the spring semester and start a new adventure, either in the military or, uh, coming back home and doing a nursing program. Uh, with one of the state schools, and God was like, no, no, <laughs> that's your plan, but I have an even better plan, um, and long story short, I ended up staying at Franciscan, and it's just so funny to me just to see the ways that God has, like, placed me um, in, like, the right place, like, he ended my path with nursing and um, started the path for education, and gosh, that has just been such a formative um, direction that he sent me. And I'm so blessed to have um, a beautiful mentor within that program and um, friends that have come out of that. I'm so blessed for a sisterhood, um, two of which are here. Um, and I'm just so blessed for all the residents I've gotten to serve um, as an RA. And yeah, gosh, I just think about all the ways that God has like moved through that season of life. And I'm just so grateful um, for, for him stepping in. I think like oftentimes it's so easy to be like, yep, this is my plan, Lord. Like, I'm not going to surrender to what you want. Um, and he has just such a way of humbling us within that. And so, um, yeah, definitely just grateful for new seasons and just the ways that God um, allows us to grow and stumble within that growth. So. Beautiful stuff, Bridget. Um, for me, um, I've definitely been in a transitional period of my life. Um, because I just graduated from Franciscan University, which is absolutely insane. Like, the fact that I'm now graduated from college, I absolutely have not fully comprehended that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's been just so crazy to kind of try to let myself kind of realize and also, like, take a footing into, like, the next stage of life. Um, this summer, it's just been pretty wild. Um, and, uh, yeah, so those two years at Franciscan flew by, um, such a blessing and like, um, 
yeah, looking back, it's just something I never would have come up with on my own, you know, but I'm so glad, so, so, so glad God put Franciscan, like, in my life and um, all the wonderful people from there um, in my life. And, uh, yeah, I feel like with this sort of, like, other major transition period, um, it's been pretty weird, like, just trying to figure out, because it's funny, Bridget, you are so good at, like, knowing what you want to do and, like, just planning it and, like, laying it out, whereas for me, I feel like I'm just the type of person where it's, like, I don't know what I want to do in my life, like, I, yeah, that takes, like, a lot of, like, discernment and thought, I guess, Um, and I'm just, like, yeah, I really don't know, like, where I want to end up and what I want to be doing and, yeah, just so many, like, I don't knows. And um, so for this season of life, I feel like it's been very much like um, trying to give it all to God and just trying to, you know, pray like with him and like uh, just discern uh, where he wants me and just kind of listening to like the little like inklings in my heart of just like the like little possible um clues that I could be getting from him like during this time and um yeah so my plan is to uh do a mission in North Dakota and uh and be teaching um at an Indian reservation there and um with salt so shout out to salt if anybody anybody knows salt yeah <laughs> and um yeah so that's the plan for now. I, yeah, I don't know how it was just so crazy. Um, like I literally passed by a poster during this last semester and I was just like, huh, that sounds like it could be cool. And I've just like always wanted to like do some sort of mission. Like I just remember being a little girl and like, um, I don't know if I was like reading about mother Teresa or just heard about her. I don't know, but I was just like, whoa that's amazing like I want to do that I love that and like I've always wanted to do some sort of mission work and like never really known like how or where or whatever um and then I saw that and I'm like that could be cool it was like a a, um, poster for salt and like the missions that they do and uh so yeah I just kind of was like you know what like why not just apply you know other people are applying to jobs and stuff and I'm not sure what I want to do but that is like something I feel like I've always wanted to do but now um that I've gotten older and stuff I've just kind of been like uh I guess it's not gonna happen but I feel like now like um like after college it's like perfect timing for me and so I just kind of dipped my toe in like um so yeah I was just like listening to that little inkling and then I like applied and uh yeah I continued down that path throughout this summer too so that's the plan is to uh for next year go to North Dakota which is just wild so yeah we'll see (laughs) isn't that just so like it all just started with like a seed with literally just a poster and you were like hmm like I don't know just the way God works in that way yeah like like, even, like using all of our senses to see something or hear something like even the slightest little thing can make us be like hmm yeah 
It's wild. Hmm. Where am I at in my season of life? Um, yeah. I guess, like, the last few years. So, like, being at Franciscan, I guess that's, like, a one big chapter of my life. Um, and I think it all just kind of started um, my junior year of high school, um, which turned out being my senior year. I then cut short with COVID. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I was not planning on going to college already. I was planning on, like, finishing high school the traditional way. Because um, that's just, like, what any, like, high school student, like, thinks they're going to do, right? And then just, like, randomly, kind of randomly, <clears throat> um, it honestly just started with, like, my um, relationship with Jesus and, like, wanting to trust him. And I really challenged him and was like, okay, like, I want to trust you, but, like, right now I need to see a tangible way that, like, I literally can see that you're asking me to trust you. Um, and I guess that, for me, was just him providing the perfect opportunity where I could easily just, like, it was literally, like, an open door. Didn't really have to do much to just walk in or choose not to walk in. Um, and I was like, okay, I guess this is it. Um, and I did. And then it's funny, though, because before then, like, Franciscan wasn't really a school that I wanted to go to. Like, I definitely admired it and loved it. Um, but I was at the time, like, journalism, like, I need to go to a big school, like, it's okay if it's a public school, like, I need to get, like, the good, like, connections and, like, the big screen, even though I didn't want to be on TV. <laughs> um, and it's funny, because I had already, um, visited some colleges, um, before having even decided to graduate early, it was just, like, my senior fall semester, or junior fall semester, so it's kind of like the time to visit schools or start visiting schools. And then blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, okay, Jesus, I guess this is what you want. And then, like, the only school I wanted to go to was Franciscan. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, so then I got there. And I definitely think I went in with, like, a complete, like, like, planned out mindset of how it was going to look, um, because it was, like, yeah, I knew it was, like, a really great Catholic school, and I was, like, this is gonna be great, this is going to provide me everything I need, and then, um, yeah, we still have a freedom and free will, um, and you still have to choose, like, how you live your life and what, like, you want in your life, um, so I definitely think that, like, my, like, not that, like, my faith was challenged, but, like, really, like, pursuing it and wanting to grow even deeper was still, like, tough. It wasn't just, like, handed to me like I thought it would be because I was at such a great Catholic university, right? Um, no, it's still, like, in, like, every way, like, still your decision. Um, but it was really, like, great that, like, Franciscan has all of the, um, like, opportunities for all the sacraments, like, so easily available, so that was great. Anywho, but yeah, so, 
Franciscan happened, and each year has looked totally different. Um, and that's been, like, really cool to navigate, but also definitely very tough in those, like, transitioning semesters. Um, but, yeah, like everyone else said, like, it all just kind of gathers together and, like, has gathered together to lead up to something more. Like, it all just builds off of each other, um, which is super, super cool. Um, but, yeah. Aww. Oh, it's so cute. Um, yeah, I think it's, I love that you mentioned how, like, you, even as a Catholic, like, you think, like, going to a Catholic university or, like, a, just a Christian institution in general, it, like, makes it easier, but you still have to choose, mm-hmm. um, you have to choose to, like, go to commitments, um, that, like, require you to pray or, um, show up for Jesus, um, it's funny because we were just talking before um, this podcast about St. Faustina, her diary, um, which is a podcast that one of the Marian fathers uh, does on Spotify. And I was taking notes on day 34, which is her diary readings, um, 118 through 120. And she talks about um, to hear the voice of God, one has to have interior silence. And I think like for all of us, um, we all like definitely have different um, plans when it comes to like the next stage of life. But something so beautiful, I think, is that we have all um, had to spend time in that like interior silence of like, okay, Lord, like, you know, I am your servant, like use me as you will. Um, And I think that's just really beautiful because like a lot of times it's so easy to get caught up in just like the mundane and just like routines and God just wants us to, like, be present to him without all those distractions. And, um, yeah, it just comes back to that, like, silence, which I think is is so hard for us. Um, I know for me it's so easy to just be like, oh, I have 20 minutes. Like, let me pop on this TV show or let me hop on Instagram and scroll. And then I'm like, wait, I could have prayed, like, a rosary and a divine mercy chaplet or, like, you know, listen to some Maverick City while I was like cooking dinner, like, what am I doing? Um, and so, yeah, I think that is, yeah, just a really beautiful point, Monts. Um, yeah. Ah, seasons of life. I love it. I once had someone in my life tell me that, um, people come into your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And I think like through all the different stages of my life that has just held to be true. And, um, even like the different directions that, friendships have gone or just like different things um there's always been like a lesson or something like beautiful that has come out of it some type of growth um and I think having like a really good outlook on it even if it was like a bad situation um it's just so important because God takes those like trials and he really like uses them um to grow I love how you were saying Bridget about like um just how, yeah, going back to, like, the whole, like, your whole life is a decision, and you choose, like, whatever you choose is what your life is going to make it, like, be, um, and it kind of, and, like, you were saying, like, where you, like, so easily choose to, like, watch a show over rather than just, like, spending some time in, like, silence or just prayer, like, it's, like, we feel sometimes that we have to, like, fill our days with, like, 
constant like something in our head like there has to be sound in our head um but like sometimes like but with that noise like feeling like we have to constantly have something like we're like choosing to not like give space for god to just like allow us to rest and rest in him and just like speak to us and it's just like literally like there are so many things and like like these man-made things like shows aren't like all bad or like all these like entertainment things aren't bad but it's like have we given time to god or are we just like choosing to consistently like fill our heads with noise and i think that's something that like like more like microscopically into like a mini season within like the season of college for me um like coming into the summer i definitely think at the beginning i was just like struggling and i like didn't want to go to prayer i didn't want to like listen to god honestly i like just kept on like doing things that weren't like prayer i literally was doing so many word searches because i was like i don't want to be on my phone but i want to be doing something that's like good for my brain so i would like do word searches and be looking for things but i was like so so restless like even doing a word search and i was like this feels disgusting like why do i feel this way and i think it's because i was like trying to avoid like whatever god wanted to do or like speak to me um and then it like kind of like brought me back to this one song that i like loved and i still love um but like a song that actually i listened to a lot during the time that i like decided to like graduate early and stuff when i was like really like giving everything to jesus um let me pull up the lyrics it's like literally become like re-become an anthem and prayer i think especially like it's definitely been a prayer um in my life in these last few weeks it's like really beautiful for all those people who know will reagan this one for you and if you don't know him now you're gonna know him and you won't forget him <laughs> um, okay let me see Okay. Okay, so it starts with, Lord, I don't want to rush on ahead in my own strength when you're right here. Lord, I don't want to rush on ahead in my own strength when you're right here. I'm not in a hurry when it comes to your spirit, when it comes to your presence, when it comes to your voice. I'm learning to listen just to rest in your nearness. I'm starting to notice you are speaking. Lord, I want to love like you. I want to feel what you feel. I want to see what you see. And then it repeats that. Um, and then it goes back into the chorus. And it says, open my eyes. I want to see you more clearly. Open my ears. I want to hear you speak. Tell me your thoughts. What's on your mind? I'll be your friend. I want to see through your eyes. I want to see through your eyes. I'm not in a hurry when it comes to your spirit, when it comes to your presence, when it comes to your voice. I'm learning to listen, just to rest in your nearness. I'm starting to notice you are speaking. And it just like goes on. Um, but it's like repetitive and it's really just like, like when you start singing it, it really becomes a prayer. If you're like really are listening to the lyrics and like really speaking the lyrics, but like, 
I was just like, when I heard the song again, I was like, I just kept replaying it or like restarting the song because I was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, I think that's been such a constant theme like this summer is that like, I like was so restless and like for some reason didn't want to like sit where I was at. And like, that's all God wanted (laughs) was for me to like sit where I was at and like, listen to him or like give him an ear like even if I wasn't like fully responding like he just wanted me to sit and like just rest and like know that I like where I'm at is like where he wants me and like doing that like I will be able to see like everything that he wants for me in like this moment right now you know um but like if you don't then you're missing out on so much if like you're wishing to be somewhere else like you're missing, like, the fruit, like, the meat of, like, what this part of your life is, and it's, like, no, (laughs) like, you're asking, like, Lord, like, please, like, please prepare me for, like, this, and, like, I want to be here, or, like, there, but, like, I'm just, like, not fine right now, but, like, it's, like, he's literally saying, like, no, like, right now is where you need to be, because this is actually your preparation for where you're going to be, and, like, you honestly don't need to be asking me to prepare you like that's why you're here that is why you're here that's like ah. <laughs> um and so it's definitely like so hard sometimes to like I don't know I all like to really like always believe that and like hear that and like be okay with that um don't know why <laughs> don't know why it is but like sometimes it just is um and I think that like what like coming to understand that or like to even think about that like um the evil one can become upset by that and like want like works even 10 times harder to disrupt that like little ounce of peace that you've finally reached um so it's just like don't be discouraged at all like even if like you finally are like okay here I am This is where you've called me. Even if that's just it. Like, just be strong in that. And, like, be okay with that. Just, like, that little ounce of, like, willingness. Like, God can take so much farther. And, like, yeah, it's so easy to be discouraged. But, like, God is so happy for that. Ow, I just flicked my eye. (laughs) God is just so, so happy. Or just that little ounce of like trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of that was just so beautiful. Um, and I think uh, you showed me that song for my first time ever hearing it. Um, and I just love that song so much. It's so beautiful, not in a hurry. So, so good. And you're so right. Like, it really is a prayer if you're like actually being present when the song is playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like that was just, I I also totally, like, understand where you're coming from, too. Like, I've literally done the same thing. Like, I have a Sudoku book or however you say it, and I've been doing, like, stuff like that. Like, seriously, I've been like, ooh, like, I'm going to be like an old grandma and, like, go and do this outside or something. And, like, it's good because it's a book. Exactly. <laughs> yeah and it's 
like, I totally, totally get that. And um, so, yeah, it's like a little like pat on the back for like not being on my phone. But like, <laughs> but it's so true about like, it's just like oh, anything but just like praying right now, you know, and it's just like, why? Why am I like that? Um, well, I mean, there is that, you know, easy answer of like, I've become so used to instant gratification with my phone and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that like turning to prayer can be so hard because it's like, I'm definitely not instantly gratified, you know, at, I mean, sometimes it is like, kind of like that, where it's like, you finally just let yourself sit and like deal with whatever like is going on in your head or whatever at the time. And then it's like, you almost are just instantly gratified by like the peace of that. But sometimes it's just like, yeah, why just sit in silence when you can, you know, watch this video or this video? And it's like, it's so true, Mons, about like just getting yourself away from where you actually are right now. And um, what is that? There's like some form of um, like, it has to do with psychology, um, I think. And it's like rooting, grounding something. I don't know where it's like you literally just start off by like sitting or something and like you're you like are like okay you have your feet on the ground and like you just let yourself feel like your feet feeling the ground and then you like work your way up your body and it's like okay they're feeling like this part of my body is feeling this I don't know that sounds weird but anyways um like you're literally just letting yourself be like oh yeah like just bringing it back to your senses even and um I feel like I should be doing stuff like that um because like I feel like, yeah, basically what you're saying, Monte, was just so spot on of like, it's just like, get me anywhere but where I am right now. And it's like, no, like, if God is with you right now, you should be too, you know, like, he's with you in this dull, monotonous moment, you can be here with him, you know, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's so beautiful how much patience God has with us. Like, I feel like I've just been realizing that more and more of like, I have so little patience for him who is perfect. (laughs) It's like, he has like, just this overabundance, this like unending patience for me who have like, I've like, you know, turned away from him time and time again, like sin, whatever. And it's just like, how can that be? It's so crazy. but also, Monse, I wanted to like add one more thing to what you had said because it totally made me think of um, that one diary quote from St. Faustina, and I think I pulled up the right one. Um, and so she says in her diary, oh my God, when I look into the future, I am frightened, but why plunge into the future? Only the present moment is precious to me, as the future may never enter my soul at all. It is no longer in my power to change, correct, or add to the past, for neither sages nor prophets could do that. And so what the past has embraced, I must entrust to God. O present moment, you belong to me whole and entire. I desire to use you as best I can. And although I am weak and small, you grant me the grace of your omnipotence. And so trusting in your mercy, I walk through life like a little child offering you each day this heart burning with love for your greater glory 
And yeah, I just love that so much. San Faustina, guys, if you're listening to this and you have not like yet <laughs> uh, looked into the diary of San Faustina at all, highly, highly encourage it. Like just yeah, you will not be disappointed with that book. Um there's so many golden nuggets in there. Um and yeah, um I just yeah, I love that so much because it really is about just like accepting and embracing where you are um because god's right there with you too so yeah thank you so much for sharing that one say thank you meryl <laughs> i love that passage i was so i feel like that's just such a like peace like you, you just can't feel anything but peace with that it's just kind of like a little assurance to like okay what's happened has happened like don't think about the future because <laughs> you don't even know if you're gonna get there but like yeah. just focus on like what's here and what's now exactly and yeah it's kind of like what you were saying once about earlier of like just once you turn to that silence you realize that's what you had been wanting that whole time when you're just trying to fill your time with other things like even a word search or something yeah <laughs> um it's just like that stillness and like just mm-hmm. presence um and it's like yeah god wants what's best for us and it's like we just sometimes try to avoid what he wants for us which is the best thing for us at all costs sometimes and it's just like why why are we like that um but in the end when we like surrender our desires for his like we realize oh like our true desire is what he desires (laughs) Mm. Good singing stuff. That makes me um think of like for all your listeners. A few days ago, Mary, Bridget, and I had a conversation about a movie, <laughs> and we were just saying how like um I don't know, just like beautiful things like big things that just make your heart like be so amazed and like an awe and wonder um honestly are always like drawn from like some sort of truth and like some sort of like big truth and I feel like kind of on the same like subject like silence is one of those things that like your heart actually needs and like, you may, like, just kind of, like, push it away, um, but, like, once you actually are in silence, like, your heart is, like, wow, thank you, (laughs) um, but, like, for any human, like, I mean, when we were in the womb, we could still, like, hear, but, like, it was just, like, mostly just the sound of, like, our mother's heart, and it's, like, same in the spiritual way of, like, being in silence with the Lord is, like, being able to, like, give ourselves that time to, like, be back in the arms of Christ and just, like, hearing his heart. And, like, that is, like, so, like, healing to our own heart. And literally just, like, what we need. And it's, like, that, like, truth and that, like, life-givingness that, like, every human person just needs. There's, like, those little ingredients in life, you know, (laughs) that make life full. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think going off what um, Monse said too, I think sometimes we forget that like we're not only required to have like a prayer life with God when things are going wrong, but also when they're going right too. Mm. Um, and I think like no matter what place of life you're in, I think it's important to model to others just like being in um like setting like prayer into your team like i follow um west coast catholic on instagram and her that's her handle um but the the woman on there mary she talks about how like um like it's so important to have like prayer scheduled into your routine um and as a type a gal that's like really huge for me because like i'm very much like okay at this hour i'm doing this today um, and sometimes it's so easy to just like forget the things that matter most. And I find that like when I when I boil down my schedule to like what is like the like the simplest things, I, there is just so much joy in it. And it could just be like spending time with like people that I love the most, or like having a coffee and watching the sunset, and you know just praising God for His creation. And so I think it's just important that like no matter what um, the stage of life you're at, is you just don't forget to like incorporate that and you know I'm not a parent but I can imagine too like what a great role model you can set to your your children by saying like hey like you know mom prays the rosary with uh mama mary uh when she drinks her coffee or you know what like we're gonna do a divine mercy chaplet as a family at the 3 p.m holy hour um and I just think it's beautiful like the ways that you know within our vocations and it doesn't have to be as a parent um or you know no matter what we're able to still like continue to um to spread like the gospel um and to be witnesses of christ to everyone we meet um and to foster that relationship because at the end of the day we're striving for sanctity um of ourselves and one another and we can't strive for that without having a relationship with christ um and so, yeah, uh, he's always waiting for us. We just have to meet him. And I'm not perfect by any means. I can't stand here and be like, y'all, I like pray every day. And God and I, we're like, we're just on the best terms. He's he's like, Bridget, you're going to heaven and you're going to be a saint. No, that's not true. Um, I i am not perfect. <laughs> it's like when you tell the dentist, um, like, oh, yeah, I floss. Um, and they're like, well, how much? And you're like, like twice a month and they're like okay like at least you're flossing you know um and that's how I think sometimes when we like you pray life I'm like oh like how how often do you pray like during the week and you're like mm, three times a week and you're like again there um but yeah don't let that like even if it's one day a week or like you know whatever your process is it's different for everybody but showing up showing up for Jesus is so important and he's always waiting there and he has a lot of mercy that he's willing to give so Bridget, I love that you like made a point to say that it's like important to be praying like even in the good times too like mm-hmm. praying isn't just for when you need something or like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and I feel like going back to like our whole transitional topic like I feel like it's so easy in some ways to like in this trend like in these times of transition like be praying about stuff for the future or just be praying like uh lord please help me to get through this like 
so I like please help this period to end as quickly as possible and stuff like that um or like Maltz and I were kind of talking about earlier to just kind of avoid prayer altogether at any cost almost (laughs) um but yeah it's like so true like how often do we turn around and like thank god for when like you know it does happen to be that like our desires were granted you know like or like when we are in that next stage that we prayed about like are we still maintaining that relationship and like praying and yeah being present with god like mm, yeah that i'm just so glad that you pointed that out bridget i used to have this one like saying um on my phone back in the day and it was something like um may i never forget that i need god as desperately what how did it go may i never forget in my best times that i need god as desperately as i (laughs) did in my worst times, or something like that like basically in the highs and lows you need god the same you know like yeah, you don't need him any less. Like when you're like living the high life, you need him just as much. I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm. And in a way, like you really need him then to like put you in your place of like, oh yeah, like this isn't like all because of me, and like I didn't earn all of this goodness, you know. And it's like, yeah, like in those high times, you really need him to be there to keep you in check and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, try to, I guess, like, stay humble or, you know, like, get humble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> something I'd also like to point out, like, with, like, some things that Mary was saying and Bridget was saying about, like, um, with, like, praying, like, going to prayer, both, like, when, like, you're struggling and also like and when things aren't going that great and then like when things are going great and like praising him in thanksgiving um i think like something personally with my own life at the beginning of like my like one-on-one like personal journey with jesus i definitely was just like praising like constantly and it was like so easy to praise and like that was like the best way for me to pray and I just like had so much and me and just was like literally just in awe so many times where I would just be like Jesus like it's so good and like sobbing and just like in praise like all the time and it was like the best thing ever because I just also remember feeling so like I had that like Jesus high like I felt that like oh my gosh, like, this is my God. He is, like, so cool. He's doing, like, all these things. He's done so much. It was so easy to praise. And I really, like, in my heart felt all the praise that I did have and, like, just, like, was just so there with that. Um, But I think that's something that I've noticed and then also something that I've come to reality with, too, um, in transitionings in life is that, like, like, every season also sometimes has, like, a different form of prayer, and, like, your prayer is going to constantly be changing, like, and it's good that it is, like, it's not bad that, like, your prayer might look different than it did a few years ago, and I think that, um, 
coming to terms with that for me was difficult <laughs> because I was like, I love crazy and I feel so grateful. And, like, it's just so good. And like suddenly it was just so hard for me to like be so amazed as much as I had been before. And I thought that that was like something of my own fault that was like not like I was not being being a good like Catholic or like a good believer like I wasn't believing as much as I had once before and so I think that was very discouraging um and also just like made me feel very bad like a bad person um and again like Satan likes to like sneak in like the little crevices and the little cracks and turning something that's actually true into like twisting it and making it a lie um, because it's so much easier for him to do that than to like go out of something he completely created because there's nothing he has. <laughs> um, anywho, but yeah, so then like it just sucked <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> and then I think that like after some time I like was like, you know, like maybe this is just like actually like good, like I'm growing and that means that my spiritual life is growing, too. And, like, that means that, like, my spiritual life is maturing in the way that I am also maturing. And maybe, like, having that, like, feeling and desire to constantly be praising is what I needed to be able to, like, actually completely be all in in my faith. Um, and, like, now the Lord knows that, like, I can praise in that way. Um, and he knows that it's in me. But, like now like starts like the realness of like okay like like during the sainthood is not easy <laughs> and it is something like back to like the beginning of what we were saying like our life is a decision and like it's constantly going to be little decisions like going to prayer or not going to prayer doing those word searches or sudoku or like going to prayer or like listening to a little bit of music or watching your show and like not sitting in silence like yeah it's going to be, yeah, I don't know, it's just, like, constantly changing, just, like, with life, like, we can't expect that, like, when you're in, like, your first years of college, or, like, in high school, that your life is going to look all around the same, it's not, and, like, the way God wants to speak to you is going to look different, because, like, you're living, a di like, in growing in different and maturing ways, and, like, the way you listen is also going to change, but, again, like really believing that or really like listening to that like those graces that God puts in you are hard is hard sometimes but like yeah prayer is constantly changing and there's nothing wrong with that that's good because if your prayer is changing that means that like you're growing and growth is good because we're going somewhere I love that so much more. <laughs> I feel like I've really just shared a lot of like my heart lately. <laughs> um, well, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's me this summer, guys. <laughs> beautiful yeah. soul. No, I really do love that, moms. And like they say, like love isn't you know just like an emotion or a feeling, and it's like I think that feeling is kind of like what got you hooked in like praise and stuff. And like, mm. you know, really started that relationship for you, like with Jesus and like, um, 
because you know that's kind of like what it takes for us as humans you know like we aren't just gonna start off in like an hour of silence and be like wow you know (laughs) but like yeah like god is patient with us and he knows like how we work obviously and stuff um but yeah and i think yeah i just really love what you said there because it's like love isn't just like the easy feeling of like the warm and fuzzy oh yay like i really love you right now because of how much i like feel it you know it's like no it's like i love you it like because you like and i show that by showing up for you and i show that like through the commitments i make for you and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like even when you're not feeling like praying like are you going to show up for jesus and like i found like when i am able to push myself <laughs> to pray like a divine mercy chaplet or something like um during the hour of mercy um even if it's not for like the whole chaplet except for like the last few beads or whatever like i just feel like god is able to communicate a little something to me like if i just show up for him for that little piece of time and like even if like for not every single prayer i'm praying yeah, prayer I'm praying, like, for each bead, like, I'm not feeling something or whatever. I I feel like once I do devote that time to him, like, there is some sort of change there, you know, and um, yeah, I don't know, I that just made me think about that one say, like, how it's not always just about the feeling, but like, yeah, just showing up for who you love and yeah. Mm real love man real love Mm. hot topic all right yeah well i guess it's time then (laughs) oh yeah okay i guess i'll see the hot topic because i'm in the middle (laughs) so Hot topic for today's episode is, which is better, East Coast or West Coast? Fight your battle. (laughs) You know what they say, East Coast, West Coast. (laughs) Um, uh, So just to give a refresher for for everybody, um, Mary's from California. Montage from Indiana, and I am from Connecticut, so it's super fun doing this podcast um, apart because, yeah, what a great way that we're able to, like, still, um, like, talk about things, and um, God is, like, just doing so much in our friendship, even, like, throughout the whole country, like, we're just separated by miles, but not by, like, faith and stuff. Oh, I don't know. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Anyways, back to hot topic. In the foundations, it can be nice and cushiony. <laughs> right. So, my case for the East Coast, we were the original colonies. Um, so, like, we are what America's built on. We basically started America. Um, we have most of America's Dunkins, although I am a Starbucks fan, so I will give the West Coast that. Um, but we have beautiful beaches did i mention this is where like the first u.s like settlers were you know like 
This is where America was built on. You know, 1776 happened right here, okay? Um, so, anyways, arguably, I just love the historic charm of New England. And I just think that the East Coast is just rich in history and um, culture. And, oh my gosh, like fall time in New England is just insane. The leaf peeping is just beautiful and the beaches are just phenomenal I feel like I'm just like transcended into this like whole other world and going into like the different beach towns you can see where like you know the different um houses where like sailors lived and it's just yeah this timeless beauty that is like no other and furthermore our seafood is to die for uh that Maine lobster is just incredible you know, we're near some of the major cities, we're near Boston, we're near New York City, we're near ski resorts up in Vermont, um, we're near all sorts of things, Rhode Island, and it's just, it's just the place to be, East Coast, Best Coast. And that is my case, Bridge. <laughs> okay, Monte, would you like me to go next? Yes, please. <laughs> Okay, well, to be very, like, honest and open, I, like, haven't been to the East Coast, you know, but, like, I haven't gotten to explore everywhere, of course. Um, And so I just feel like I, you know, defending my homeland here, <laughs> being from California and all. West Coast, West Coast, you know, come on. So, what's the case? Let's see. Okay, let's make the case. Um <laughs> So yeah, if you want some old historic stuff, sure, go look at the East. <laughs> go with the oldies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's not to say we don't have historic stuff here. We got our California missions out here. Anybody heard of Saint Junipero Serra? What? What? <laughs> um, yeah, we've got all these California missions up the coast. It's really cool. Um, so check that out if you want some Catholic history, emphasis on Catholic, pretty cool, pretty cool, just saying. Um, like all our cities are named after saints or some sort of form of Catholicism, like Los Angeles, Sacramento, Santa Ana, Santa Monica, Santa Barbara, I go, I can go on. So many. Um, <clears throat> we have the beautiful bright sunny beaches. Um, California has to offer so much, so much geographical diversity. We've got mountains, forests, deserts, beaches in one state. There's also Washington and Oregon. And, you know, you can check those out too if you want. But I mean, California. Come on. um, and we've got great food. Bridget mentioned their seafood. We've got some seafood too. We also have really good Mexican food really good uh, <laughs> and we also have fires but guess what not this year baby <laughs> i heard new york had all the smoke this <laughs> listen that wildfire smoke came down from canada <laughs> yeah but hey is that on the east or the west side of canada <laughs> Oh my land, yeah. no, honestly though we've been so blessed this summer we got like a ton of rain like throughout this year and so that's been awesome and then like we've been having thunderstorms a lot but it's like I haven't really 
been having to worry about lightning starting a fire, which is really cool because it's like still green from all the rain we've gotten. And then also like with the thunderstorms, there's just so much rain. It's like, it's been so great. Um, so yeah, praise God for that, honestly. Um, and I hope the fires are all like under control in Canada. Like, I'm sorry, I don't want to be like making a joke of something that like could be really <laughs> uh, detrimental to people. But anyways, um, yeah, so California has a, oh, and I brought the fires up just so everyone knows to put it on the record because Bridget <laughs> decided to show a picture of fire as <laughs> so I'm trying to make the case for California, well, the West Coast, but yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> she really went that low. <laughs> so yeah, if you want like really good weather, I mean, well, California for the most part is like very sunny, but then also there's like really rainy like Seattle Washington and like Oregon um so yeah we've got a lot to offer over here on the west coast um including history as some may not know but (laughs) uh yeah there's a reason you know they moved west to (laughs) say westward expansion (laughs) she like that's your reason because it's golden out here (laughs) well i'm gonna remain neutral because you guys all forgot to include (laughs) the michigan coastline (laughs) girl that is does not count absolutely not there are lakes in the middle, so it's perfect for me to remain neutral. I'm kidding now. But I actually will remain neutral. Um, I like that Mary included uh, Oregon and uh, Washington, while Bridget over here just said, like, New England was, like, all the East Coast. Like, homegirl, you are forgetting about, like, so many other states that are still so historical and still so beautiful. Like, I feel like New England can be all, like, encapsulated together but then also if you go farther down the line there's like also mountains not like i'm sure new england has a mountains too but like the like southern charm and all anywho so i've been to both i loved cal the little bit of california that i saw i did love that so much like the sunsets there were gorgeous um you'll have to see more of it sometime. yes i w- definitely want to go back um yeah, especially in the little area that we were in, it was just also just so fun. Like, I'm sure you could do this anywhere, but, like, riding the bikes to, like, on, like, that little French bakery. And then, like, my one of my dreams had always been driving down, like, um, the post or <laughs> the Pacific Coast Highway. Um, and, like, that is just so beautiful in itself. Like, just that whole highway going up and down uh, the coastline. Um, yeah. California was the only part of the West Coast that I saw, but that was beautiful. And, like, Mary has told me so much about, like, the different, like, ranges just in California, but then also, like, Oregon looks insane. And you can also get the rainy, dreary weather in um, Washington. So, like, yeah. And they've got good food, too. They've got the history. They've got the missions. Um, Yeah, great stuff. East Coast. I haven't been too much of it. I've only really been, honestly, to Charleston, 
which was gorgeous. I loved Charleston. Um, yeah, that was really pretty. I like it's just completely different. Like the culture, the tradition of like again, like Bridget said, like the history that goes back is like so much older and like the architecture too, the styles and architecture are completely different. Um and they're both like perfect for like their locations that make them them like each coast their coast. Um I haven't gone to New England yet, but I really want to because like that does seem very desirable. Like like clam chowder and like the like Maine in the fall. Oh my gosh, that sounds beautiful. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. And Virgin like sent a message in the chat. <laughs> Hopefully we go before then, but yes. Um anywho, yeah, besides the point. I definitely am like neutral because I think I'm able to see the beauty in both, you know, since I'm not from either or <laughs> but um yeah. Yeah, beautiful stuff. Like, America's got it all. Mm-hmm. We're really blessed with that, for sure. Yeah. Also, I was thinking about it, like, it's so crazy how, like, <laughs> like, so technically, like, Florida's East Coast. Yeah. Um, when you were mentioning, like, how she wasn't mentioning the other states, and then, like, for me, I'm like, wait a second, like, is Alaska the West Coast? <laughs> and then, is Hawaii? <laughs> so weird. Mm. But anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good hot topic, y'all. Fun. Juicy. Salute. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. This is episode six, guys. So awesome. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. And... I hope you guys were able to, like, be as, like, immersed in our conversation as we were. Um, juicy stuff. Guys, goodness. Mm. I challenge you listeners out there, after finishing this episode, because if you have time to listen to this long podcast, you got time to do this. Five minutes of silence. Try it out live out loud.